Hi, Stephanie here. I am an entrepreneur, lobbyist, wife, mother, book lover, and political junkie. I think gender equality is still a work in progress in our homes, our workplaces, and our politics. And I love to learn, especially from other women. So I started Women Don't Do That, a podcast and blog to talk about issues women care about today and to inspire us to do whatever it is we think we can't do. Thanks so much for being here, Miranda. Hey, Stephanie. I'm happy to do this with you again. For those of you joining us, maybe for the first time, this is our end in review reflection show of the podcast for the last year. And maybe some of you don't know Miranda, but Miranda actually started the podcast with me and is very gracious to coming back once in a while and doing an episode. And I'm so thankful that you're here today, Miranda. Yay. I love being here. I love doing this with you. So first, let's talk about what has the last year looked like for you? What are some of the the high points? It's been a good year. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable saying that. I feel like we often bond over our struggles and challenges and I've had my share of those too, but this past year has been a good one. We started in Mexico. My grandma actually paid for us to go to Mexico, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. And everything went really well. We were a little nervous about going because it was still kind of the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps a bit surprising. You know, we were thinking when we booked the trip like seven months earlier that things would have calmed down. But um, anyway, that all went well. The kids talk about it like every day. I got to travel for work a bit. Um, we went on like a little family trip here in Manitoba. So those are kind of the things that stand out for me. Work has been good. Uh, my husband and I actually both got promoted this year and it's overall just been, been a, a happy, healthy, productive year. So That's thankful for that. Yes. It's so interesting when you do this kind of reflection, because all I could remember was like everything that's happened since September. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there's been a whole nother mm-hmm. half of the year. And I went back and looked at some of my pictures and I took the girls on a solo trip to Montreal to see one of my best yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen her house because she moved during the pandemic and we had a lot of fun. And then um, my family, we went on March break to Montebello, which is a resort outside of Ottawa, which was a really fun time. We did a girls trip in June with some of our girlfriends in person, which we hadn't done because of the pandemic. I spent a lot of intentional time doing things with my kids. Like I just had some really great family pictures and remembering some of the things that we did, which was really fun. I was reminded that we were still in the throes of the pandemic. Like you said, like last January, my kids weren't in school. So I think that's probably why when I look back at the the winter and the spring that I um, am like, oh, what happened? I'm like, right. It was chaos here in Ontario. (laughs) And yeah, uh, you guys had it rough. It was a little bit easier here. I think it's, it, it's just so different depending on where you lived, right? And, and what the restrictions were or how bad COVID um, was at the time. So yeah, I always found, you know, I could be interviewing someone for the pandemic, let's say last January, and their lives were basically back to normal and, and mine was still quite in chaos. Um, in September this year, I had a surgery. 
I went all in on my company and I started solo episodes for the podcast. So some big things from, mm-hmm. yeah, some really big things for you. You've also talked a little bit about some of the progress you've seen with your daughters. And I think that's really significant too, because we talk as friends about how important the time you're taking for your family is, how valuable that is. And I think that's an important reminder for all of us because you talk to a lot of ambitious women, you talk a lot about being ambitious and it's also important to remember that there's incredible value in that time that we take to invest in ourselves and take care of ourselves. You've been talking a lot about that this season too, Stephanie, and how you've been going to the gym more and being really more intentional about finding things you love. And then also that you've just uh, really been there for your girls in some big ways. And I think you've seen them grow so much this year. So I want to celebrate that with you too. Thank you. It's so true. And I'm so thankful for to have you to remind me of these things. I know recently I was feeling like, oh my goodness, I've been taking my kids to so many appointments and there's a lot going on with them and felt like it was taking time away from my business. And you were reminding me like what that investment is worth and that it also has value Mm -hmm. and that it's such an important role. And I really appreciate that because I do forget that sometimes. And so I, I really appreciate that. I want to take a moment to thank all the listeners, all the guests that we've had, people who read the blogs. I love to hear from you. There are moments where so many of you are teaching me things and just sharing what some of the stories that I share or the advice that's shared has meant to you. And it's it's been just amazing. And I know we all have very little free time. And so the fact that you spare, you, you share some of that spare time with me really means a lot to me. So I wanted to say thank you. And you make great content. I think people get a lot of value out of what you share and what you create. So I can be that person today who's thanking you right back, Stephanie, because you don't get paid for this. You spend your own money to do it. And of course, a lot of your own time and you don't have a lot of free time either. So I am just always proud of you and want to be your cheerleader. It was, it was interesting. And with my latest guest and Douglas, she was saying, you know, kudos for you. She's a second time guest. She was on a few years ago, Miranda, when you had interviewed her and she was Mm -hmm. like, kudos for you for still doing this. So many people give up and you're, and you're still working away. And I heard her say that. And then maybe a few days later, I reflected back. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like part of that is just because I'm so stubborn. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, when we, we look at Stephanie's traits, um, tenacity is definitely one of them. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm really looking forward to listening to that episode with Ann Douglas. I think it's 123, your latest one about discussing midlife and her new book. Yeah. And I interviewed her back episode 20, how to be a happy mom. She wrote, uh, a book then happy happy parents happy kids yeah I'm, I, I've got it just across the way from me on my bookshelf um that's and and I talked about that in kind of a little bonus episode I did not that long ago too because that that book has continued to be really meaningful to me and's a great great <laughs> woman and I and expert l- yeah let's pause there for a second I want to tell you about that episode I loved it so much like Anne and I had such a great time catching up. And I feel like for me, as I approach 40, every once in a while, I start thinking about menopause or, or just different things about that stage of life. 
And her book really broke down a lot of the myths around midlife and does a lot of research talking about health, mental health, friends, sex, like all kinds of things. And one of the things that surprised me is like so many of the things that we struggle with, you know, let's say between 25 and 40, you know, stress and worry about, you don't just all of a sudden have it all figured out in midlife. These things continue. The fact that your body's aging, but you still feel young. Um, So part of that made me sad, but also made me recognize to have a better sense of what, what that stage will look like instead of having all these false ideas and she brings in perspectives of over a hundred women so you definitely will see yourself reflected in different parts of the book regardless of you know your philosophies on different things and I found it very empowering and very thought-provoking and that's an episode it's new so you know not as many of you probably know about it but I would really encourage you regardless of your stage of life to listen to it because I think it's really important I think you the listener will get a lot out of that episode in particular, I think. Her book is called Navigating the Messy Middle, a fiercely honest and wildly encouraging guide for midlife women. I love that title. And I know from reading Anne's other books, how she writes and always does so many interviews, like you said, and brings in different experiences. So I look forward to buying and reading that book. Yeah, it's a great, great Christmas present for yourself or for someone else. Mm-hmm. As we dive into things here, I wanted to mention at the end of every year and the beginning of a new year, I always release a list of the books that uh, guests recommended in the last year and also the podcast that they recommended. So please sign up for the newsletter on our website. I'll put the link in the show notes to make sure that you don't miss that because it will give you some great reads from some really powerful women. Um, and listens uh, for for your year ahead. I was thinking, Stephanie, how I've seen a lot of growth in my own career since we started this podcast. Yes. And it's, a lot of it has to do with the advice that I've taken from you, from guests, from different books we've read that guests have recommended. So as I was preparing for this episode and, and reflecting on different conversations we've had and even the start of the podcast, I was like, I feel like it really works. I feel like I'm, I'm taking the advice and I'm doing the things. I remember um, even talking to Heather from, oh, was it Universities Canada? Yeah. yeah. How to be a great boss. That would be like episode 25 or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, so, but all these things like have really paid dividends for me. So thank you again for this content. That's amazing. I think, I think one of the things about it too, is that if you're engaging that kind of content, listening to those kinds of things, and you're really busy, it makes you stop for a minute and think about it, right? So much of the time, we're just executing our everyday lives and, you know, trying to finish work to get to the thing for the kids. And when you can think about being a good manager or think about how am I going to negotiate that that next raise or, or that woman did it, I can do it too. It gives you moments to actually think and focus on it. And I think that's one of the things that we really, really struggle with as women it makes me so happy that you say that, Miranda, because it is a labor of love and something I do off the side of my desk. And I always try and convince my husband isn't very time consuming, but it really is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate it. But I have, yeah, I, I 
of course. I really enjoyed consuming your content. Like I said, I feel like it's taught me a lot. Help you make progress. Thank you. I want to look at some of the statistics, which is in the vein of celebration. We've now done 124 episodes, some blogs, blogs are intermittent, so there's not 124 of those. Uh, (laughs) We've been listened to uh, across the years in 60 countries. So I think since we did this last year, that's maybe added 10 countries, which is really Mm -hmm. significant. And I wanted you to guess, Miranda, what... Oh, I thought you might have me do that. I know, I always... Okay, <laughs> well, I thought it'd be fun. You get to guess the top five. They don't the have top to top five? Order. Yeah. Okay. Top five. All right. Well, I'm sure the United States is number one, probably. Canada, number two, even though we're in Canada. And I know previously Russia was in your top. Yes. You, so we'll say Russia. Uh, Going back, you also had Ireland up there pretty Mm -hmm. high. And number five, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Brazil. Okay, so number one is US. Number two is Canada. Number three is Spain. Number four is Germany. And number five is France. Okay, well, I got two. (laughs) Yeah, you did. So thank you to all of you all over the world. joining in. I, I remember when at the very beginning, when Miranda and I started the podcast, I think there was one person that was listening in Ireland and we were over the moon and we were, we were like, <laughs> who are you? Why are you listening? Like hard to imagine, you know, that, that your thoughts and uh, people care about on the other side of the world. So it's um really exciting. I, when I went to university, I took international studies. I have a master's in international public policy. And so that international aspect is always um, really exciting to me. Well, and just encouraging those listeners across the pond <laughs> to send Stephanie messages because yeah. she will really get excited yes. from you. Yes, that's so true. Really, truly. Yes. So let's talk about the top played episodes. Um, the top played episode of this past year was Lessons in Leadership with VP Perry Johnson, which is episode 101. So I will- good. I will leak this. Such a good episode. Perry Perry used to be my boss. I'm like, she is going to love this. Like when I tell her that her episode (laughs) is number one, she's going to be over the moon. But what I love about that episode is it's really an authentic conversation about leadership. And Perry talks about the evolution of her leadership. And, um, you know, some would say in the past that Terry Perry was a tough boss. Um, And I also have worked with her through my current company and she really has changed the way that she works and manages and I just think that is not easy and I want to give her kudos for that and it's a great episode. She talks really honestly about her own uh, different challenges that she has in her family with uh, her son's health and how they've had to navigate that and the uh, lessons and and um blessings I guess that have come from that too and oh I loved that conversation mm-hmm. yeah and I think what people really need to appreciate like uh, about your con your content and, and the conversations you have is is like these women have achieved really remarkable things in a lot of cases or they're, they're living their best lives whatever that looks like and that yet I find the conversations are not intimidating like they're really sincere and people are really genuine and they want to share honestly their story 
it, it with its complexities. And I just, I love that. Yes. I think one of the really important messages mm-hmm. that her and I both share and, and struggle with that we talk about is how, how you want to be a good and amazing mom and invest in your kids, but you also want to thrive and grow in your career and how the challenges of those things. The second top played episode is if you can see it, you can be it with Ambassador Marcy Grossman, episode 92. Marcy, I I love that conversation too. She has done some really amazing things, some really amazing work on things like peace in the Middle East. And when you Mm -hmm. think about women doing big, amazing things, Miranda, like you shared, um, Marcy definitely fits that bill. And just having her walk through some of her career and, and, and some of the big moments, uh, it just, it's, it's amazing to, to hear her share. And to get to be inside that world that really is probably pretty removed from most of us. I enjoyed that. Yeah. The third one is how to manage your finances and career with SVP Alana Riley. Alana works in finance and just sharing about her career, but also she shares about different tips related to finance too. And it's a great episode. And she, same thing, like very authentic, talks about moving across the country for her career and making that decision. And also, if I'm remembering correctly, she also has a child with a disability, which she talks about the complexities of that in her career. So it's a good one to check out as too as well as episode 88. And something so important to dismantling the patriarchy is women understanding how to manage our own money, how to grow our wealth and take ownership of that for ourselves. So great practical advice there. Yes. One of the episodes that I want to mention that's not as many plays, but worth a listen is a story of grief and motherhood with Tara Schwartz, episode 102. Miranda, did you listen to that episode? I did. And wow. Like if you need some inspiration and encouragement, and if you're kind of like, okay, I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I want someone to help me like pull myself out of that place. Then that is a really powerful episode. The, the resilience right? Like that story of resilience. So if you're going through a hard time, that is a great episode just to have, you know, somebody to listen to who's also been through a really hard time, but also if you're having a hard time getting pregnant um, or going through adoption, that's part of Tara's story. She's written a book and I mean, she has been through some of the most challenging things I think a mother and and a woman can go through. And she Mm -hmm. is so open and honest about her story and actually kind of a neat thing about that is Tara contacted me pretty early when I started the podcast I think it was on LinkedIn and she sent me a message and shared a little bit about her story and kind of said like she she's figuring out how to share it but she wasn't ready or sure and a few years later I saw that she had released this book and so I reached out to her and I said Tara why don't you come on and and tell me about your book and we would love to hear about it so it it was kind of a amazing full circle moment and really Mm -hmm. happy to have her on yeah and I'm sure that whole process of writing that book was was healing 
for her and helped prepare her to share her story and just so thankful for women who are willing to do that and we can all learn from. Yes. The next episode that I want to share is one of the ones that I'm most proud of. And it's actually a recent episode about Iran. And I had on Goldie Gamari, which is an Ontario politician. And as I shared earlier, I took in school international public policy. And it's always those issues about women or poverty are always close to my heart internationally. And um, I've been watching what's happening in Iran, especially on, on TikTok with Goldie. And she came on and just explained what was going on in Iran and talked to people about how they could help. Um, it was an extra episode. Basically, one day I was thinking, I wish I could do something to help these women in Iran and feeling a little bit helpless. And then it's so ridiculous because then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, I have a podcast. <laughs> like, why, why don't I do a podcast <laughs> on this? And so I asked Goldie and, and she said yes. So I think sharing that episode, if you do one thing after listening to this episode, sharing that episode on social media is what I would ask because that revolution is still happening right now in Iran. I think we're actually at a very pivotal moment in what's happening there. And the more people that know about it and take action, sharing that message and making the rest of the world aware of what's happening really does help uh, these women and and men and women that are standing up for their rights in Iran. I am really grateful for that episode. I learned a lot from it and I agree with you. It's absolutely worth listening and sharing. So it's episode 114. And again, all that will be in the show notes. Miranda, what is your favorite episode? One I was thinking of that I really enjoyed was the conversation you had about mental health with Kayla Isabel. Uh, that's episode 112. And she's the CEO of Startup Canada. And she's so young. Was she like 26 or something? 27? I don't know exactly, but I think she's late 20s, maybe. Yes. And you don't know that. I didn't know that, at least going into listening to the conversation. And then she starts to talk about how young she is. And I, I was just really impressed with her. And she talks about her own um, struggles during the pandemic and how she found that isolation, of course, really challenging. And she was taking on this new challenge in her work right as the pandemic was getting underway. And also she shares how she supported her team during that time and figuring that out right when members of your team might be struggling and it's an important conversation because I, I think that it's something that is never black and white or just uh, a science that you can just master is that piece of when you're leading a team when you're a leader yourself how much do you share of your own struggle how much do you ask people to share with you mm -hmm. it's uh, it's very much an art and it's very much uh, just messy. Like it's just, it's, yeah. it's not like a neat, easy, you know, thing. And so she, she does discuss that with a lot of transparency and I really appreciated that. And I think it's helpful uh, if you ever find yourself in that situation as a leader. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it was that episode where she shared how one of the things that she was doing was checking in with people 
about their mental health. And one of the staff was saying that actually really stresses me out to support my mental health. I don't want you to ask me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. And that's so right? useful to think about, like, what do, what does that individual person actually need? And I think that was an important takeaway for me is you have to sometimes just ask that question, like, how can I best support you right now? What does that look like? Be clear with me. Tell me what you find helpful and tell me what you don't find helpful. And maybe it feels like an invasion of your privacy. If I'm asking how things are going with your kids, like everybody's a little different. So giving people the opportunity to give you that feedback and accepting it graciously and thanking them for it uh, is really important. I think to creating a safe, healthy culture and at work. Yes, absolutely. In terms of blog posts, I looked it up and the one that had the most reads was eight tips to survive distance learning. (laughs) For many people, that time has passed, hopefully forever. And so I wanted to highlight a different one that I wrote, which is how to raise strong women. And that one had a lot of pickup as well and is part of what Miranda and I talked about, about raising young girls and some of the work that I've been doing with them, how my kids perceive me. And I think you'll get a lot out of it and and why doing that kind of work with your kids is so important. Yes. I hope that we don't need the eight tips for distance learning ever again, (laughs) but thank you for writing it when we needed it and how to raise strong women. Yes. I, I think many parents of young girls will enjoy that one, learn from that. Okay. So Stephanie, what would you say was a mistake you made this year? And I don't know if you want to share maybe kind of like a learning moment you had. It's so interesting because this question makes me very uncomfortable. And I didn't know if it's because like I'm an Enneagram three. I'm like, what do you mean? I make mistakes. Like I don't make mistakes. Um, But also I was just having a hard time thinking about it, but I thought it's a question that we've asked other years. And so I wanted to include it because I think it's really important. So I'm going to share something. And then Miranda, you know me so well, you can tell me if I've made other bigger mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a little notepad here. Stephanie. But one of the things I had been thinking about for a while in my business is that I I was working part-time for -for not-for-profit and I wanted to move them to being a client. And I was having a meeting with them about something about um, extending my contract. And I just blurted out, like literally had not thought about it very well, but blurted out. I don't even know if I said it well, like how I wanted to actually transition out of that relationship and have it work differently. And now come September, they are a client. So I was able to do the work, but blurting that out really kind of felt like a mistake (laughs) or just like wasn't pre-planned or well thought through, but the moment was there and I just let it go. And uh, that's really scared me. And so that's what I thought I would mention, but. I think that's a good answer. And I can identify with that a little bit when I was thinking about my best mistake from this year, if you want to call it that, or a mistake I made this year, I, I transitioned to a new leadership position and I have a much larger team. And something I realized really quickly is you, you do have to be very careful and intentional about what you're saying. And you can't speculate about things in meetings. And you, you just have to recognize the weight of your words. I have noticed, you know, you're, you're leading this 
virtual meeting and you've got all these little faces looking at you, right? These little boxes. And sometimes I'll sort of just say things off the cuff and I have always felt pretty relaxed about it. And then I'll notice somebody's almost like going to write it down. Right. And I want to be like, oh, wait, no, I didn't put any thought into that. Don't write that down. And I can't do that. Like I can't, I have to make sure that everything I'm saying is, is intentional and thought out and I'm not unintentionally communicating something that's not helpful or useful, right? And I've seen just a couple examples of where I've said something and then I realize people are like actioning it or doing something. And I'm like, no, I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't mean for that. So I'm, I'm learning that quickly. I don't want to do that to people. It's not fair. And yeah. Okay. Well, good. I, that's a good example. And I'm glad that you liked my example because I was like, I don't know, but <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so uh, what about something you tried that terrified you? This is a fun thing to reflect on. I think yeah. I feel like I definitely had two this year. They feel very big. One is that in after December, I was like, oh, like I should have started the podcast kind of like early mid January but I think I was just so overwhelmed with COVID I was exhausted and I just didn't have it in me and I didn't start again until I think April and so uh starting again putting the effort in again um felt like I had to overcome a lot to do that and also I decided to start solo episodes so before all of our podcast episodes Sometimes when Moran and I used to do the podcast together, we would have reflection shows where we would chat about the episodes and then we would have interviews. And then Miranda, when you stepped away, it was just interviews. And so the solo episodes was also then me stepping in and doing something solo, teaching something, reflecting on the episodes by myself. So that piece was a big step for me. And then the second piece was starting in September, I am now 100% in on my uh, public affairs business speaking more strategies so like my only income now comes from that business and that's a big step I think for me and so yeah so one for the podcast and, and one for my business those are some good answers those are some big things you took on and I did a solo episode for you you when you were sick you're like can you do and it was hard like it was embarrassing in a way like you just felt so exposed. It's just you yourself <laughs> trying to come up with something to say. So I've been really proud of you for doing those. And I've found them really insightful and you're very thoughtful about them. Um, so I think that that was a good uh, risk you took, a good challenge you took on. Uh, when I think about something I did this year that, that was scary or terrifying, I've done a lot of hiring this year, or certainly more than I have done in the past. Um, hiring more senior positions than I have previously. And I, I don't know, it's maybe not terrifying, um, but I have really found that when you're interviewing people and sometimes you'd be like, oh, I like that person and I like that person and I like this person. And it's just, it's, it's just a different skill set to, to develop and build. And I feel like I'm quickly becoming quite a pro <laughs> at it. I've been doing yeah. a lot this year. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity and I'm grateful for the people who step up and apply for different positions and, um, and uh, yeah, building a team is, is a privilege, but it also feels like a lot of responsibility because it matters. It impacts other people's lives. It doesn't just impact the life of the person you're hiring. It impacts the people that 
they will report to or that will report to them. And yeah, it, um, it, yeah. it, it is a big deal. I remember you saying, you know, you had one candidate that lived in a different part of the country. So if you hired them, they would be moving their family across the country, right? Or what mm. if they didn't work out and you had to let them go? Are they right? Like there's so mm-hmm. many factors. And one of the things I think it's interesting, I'm reflecting on as you're talking, Miranda, is that from when you started the podcast to now, you can really see a change and evolution in your career. And it's huge actually. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and I think for people listening, it's important to remember that you don't just wake up one day and be the CEO of a hospital or the president of a university. You Which build... I'm neither of those things, to be clear. <laughs> over over time, you may be one day, Miranda. Over time, you do the work, you build the skill sets and the competencies to become that person. And when you get there, you are ready and you have that experience or people would not put you in those roles. And so when you look at that, person in that senior position and think, oh, I couldn't be that or that's not me. Maybe not. But lots of the time over the years, if you put in the work and effort, it could be. And I think that's a really mm-hmm. important message. Yes, Leaders just didn't show up there one day from when they were 25. There's years and years of work and experience that's got them there. Mm-hmm. And I think leaders have diverse stories too, right? You look yes. at Um, my favorite episode that we were just talking about with Kayla and she's not even 30 and she's a CEO, but that's really rare. But I think what is consistently true is if you're going to advance in your career, if you're going to take on leadership positions, you will need to say yes. At some point, someone will ask you, do you want this opportunity? And you will think, do I? And if you like say yes, say yes. I think at least, at least I would say, and we've talked about this in depth, so we won't today, but if you're going to say no, don't have it be because you're scared. Yes. Like don't say no because you're scared yes. or because you're, you're counting yourself short. You, if it's a really thoughtful no, of course, you know, but mm-hmm. I think have, have some faith in yourself. Give yourself a chance. Yes. I think, I, I think that's such a good reminder. And, and I'll just end that piece on this, which is that you, these women who take on these roles and do these things, did it scared Hmm. they're they're not different from you like they didn't just wake up and all of a sudden not be scared I'm a person who often isn't scared and doesn't overthink things does things that scare the poop out of other people and I know because they tell me but I will tell you when I was doing some of those things that I was doing this year I was so nervous I had knots in my stomach making some of those decisions around my business I had to have some very difficult conversations with people. I had to find depth and experience and language that I have never had to do before. I called Miranda many times to help me know what to say and how to handle certain (laughs) situations. And I wouldn't be out on my own on my business now if I hadn't have done what I did in the last couple of months. Those are probably some of the scariest moments that I've had yet in my career. Some of the things that I had to do to do just to get that piece happening. And I think that's a really good sign that you are where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I love the idea that a third of the time we should feel like, oh, I'm killing it. I'm rocking it. Like I, you know, knocking it out of the park. A third of the time we should feel, you know, okay, good day, whatever. And a third of the time we should be, oh my gosh, what am I doing? This is overwhelming. This is scary. I think that's a really good balance. If you have that balance, 
And yeah. I learned that from one of your podcast episodes. I think it was, oh no, maybe it wasn't yours. Maybe it was no, a different. It was but, a different one, but you told me about it. And now yes. I love that. This is mm-hmm. my thing. <laughs> yeah. I find that very helpful when I'm having one of those days where I think, what am I doing? I'm like, nope, this is good. It's good to have some of those days. It tells you that you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, that you're growing. Yeah. Good sign. So let's wrap things up. I just want to mention for those who don't know that we do have a Patreon. There's two levels. I think there actually might be three levels now. Um, the first one is just a general donation. So if you want to support the work of the podcast, I think it's like $3 or something a month. Like it's not significant. And then there's others where you get more behind the scenes content and access or get to give feedback on, you know, who speakers should be and stuff like that. So if that's something you want to do, uh, make sure to check that out. I am going to take a little bit of a break over Christmas in in the in the stream of things of like Christmas is layers so much on top of everyday life that I can't handle anything else. So I should be back with podcast content, you know, early to, to mid January. And so feel free to check out past episodes. There's I forget what we're at now. I said it earlier, but 124. This will be this episode will be 124. Right. So there's lots of episodes to check out and uh lots of blogs. So I hope to see you again in the new year to everybody. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. And Miranda, thanks for doing this today. Thanks for having me on. Yay. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to Women Don't Do That. I hope you feel inspired to do whatever it is you think you can't do. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Stay connected on Twitter and Instagram at Women Don't Do That. I would love to have you join the conversation, so make sure you join our next Instagram Live. Find all our podcast and blog content at womendontdothat.com. Join me next time. Bye.